handle the truth. Should we or should we not follow the advice of the galactically stupid? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. You're all a bunch of fucking assholes. You know why? You don't have the guts to be what you want to be. You need people like me. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. Clearly, don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am not in danger, Skyler. I am the danger. A guy opens his door and gets shot, and you think that of me? No. I am the one who knocks. to another episode of the righteous prick podcast that's right this one's coming out on tuesday but it's the second episode of the week not afraid of being completely inconsistent but i am your host i didn't even do the i don't did i do my intro i don't know it's late it's 11 p.m do you know where your children are i know it's 10 p.m when they say that but you know what new year new me new warning about child predators okay so uh, yeah, I'm JL, you know that, but maybe, maybe you don't, maybe you're one of three new fans I've picked up across the globe and you're going, what is this righteous PK podcast? Well, it's righteous prick, but we try to keep it nice and clean for the kids who are looking up comedy curmudgeon podcasts. Um, uh, the, uh, so, so be sure you check out the power of the dogs which was the episode I think I put up Saturday. I don't remember when I put I think it was Saturday. So I put that up Saturday. I'm just, it's become haphazard. The good news is, as I become haphazard, I only become haphazard in the direction of more content and more comedy. So at least I'm not haphazard like, oh, no, bro, we'll have another fucking episode in like May. You just fucking stay subscribed, okay? No, it's like, oh, sorry, I decided to do nine episodes this week, so hopefully you enjoy those. No, so this is, uh, so check out The Power of the Dogs if you didn't. Um, it's just the episode before this, and please give uh, five stars on Apple Podcasts. You know, um, when I had fewer listeners, I had 200 ratings ra- ra- ratings and reviews on uh, Apple. I have like 179, so what, what are you doing? Just go give it five stars and say, great podcast, this guy's the fucking greatest ever. You don't have to say that, but you know what I mean. So, obviously the big news, uh, and big for me, got a lot of social media traction off of my videos and jokes on the Oscars, which is really, let's be honest, guys, movies plus stand-up comedy plus violence plus 
but Will Smith basically Will Smith basically had his own righteous prick podcast episode at the Oscars, didn't he? Um, it started with uh, just rage, out of control rage, and ended with him in a depressing uh, puddle of tears. I, I I think that was that was I should ask for royalties or something like that. Was basically him doing a righteous prick podcast episode in front of a billion people, which is really all I'm asking for is a billion listeners. So I can just crush everybody, but that's not happening. We're still working on, we're still working on just being, a, getting a consistent thousand. Um, so unlike the podcast where I talk like Trump, which uh, dwarfs this one in listening. So once again, fans, thank you for only liking it when I talk like an obese racist rapist. Thank you for letting me know that's the only character you truly enjoy. But this isn't about me, guys. This is about, um, this is about Will Smith. Okay, and we'll get into the Oscars in a second. Um, but uh, quick update today: I went to the. I had a. It was a lucky day. Um, there was no work at work, but it was like there was no work, but work was coming in, and it was just like, please don't come in before five. Please don't come in before five. Five eleven. Documents are ready, and I was like, I'm already on the bus to the dentist, lady. So got to rise and grind tomorrow to do that legal work. But um, yeah, today I just got to enjoy seeing my videos blow up. I got to the gym for the first time since knee surgery. Uh, rode the bike on level three, which is basically gravity. And just to get my knee moving in the right movement. Um, so that felt good. And then I lifted weights and my spinal injury uh, only takes like a month of inactivity to fucking cramp up and numb the left side of my upper body. Um, so... Uh, had to do a bunch of stretches and just have to get more consistent with that. But apparently, as long as I never skip a day in the weight room for the rest of my life, my left side of my upper body will uh, adjust and stop cramping and will gain some 90% of its strength back. But if I skip two to three weeks, um, you know, I immediately become a stroke victim again, which is weird. Um, and I thought, you know, I thought to myself today, different things. So I went to the dentist to get a crown put on my tooth, uh, a tooth, or a crown replaced, uh, a crown replaced. And I was thinking to myself, so I'm 42, I turn 43 next month, April 24th, please. Um, if in lieu of gifts, buy someone else a cameo, because that money will come to me. And that's like a gift. In fact, it, some might argue it's even better than a gift money. So yeah, in, in lieu of a, a buy yourself my albums, buy a loved one or a friend, a cameo. Um, and I'll consider that a great gift. Uh, oh, and obviously, at the end of the month, for Christ's sakes, you better join JL Max Plus Prime. I keep forgetting the name of my own Patreon, but we are, it is happening. Um, it's happening. Like everything is in motion now. So this is actually happening finally after months, what feels like years, maybe a decade. Uh, I will finally have a Patreon. And let's see if I'm the first person ever to lose money on a Patreon. You can obviously help that not happen by subscribing but it would be funny and on brand if i'm like yeah i i spent 790 dollars producing sketches and paying for editing and um what did we take in after taxes and 39 dollars so i don't know if this is gonna work but yes that will go up at the end of the month uh when i will also be in buffalo at helium comedy club april 26th so come to that show if you're anywhere near buffalo and by anywhere near buffalo i mean within 500 miles because we really need to sell some tickets, but we're not going to sell tickets. It's okay. It's not your fault. 
Goodwill Hunting voice. Um, so, uh, now why am I saying so? Like I'm going to get to the main topic right away. We both, we, we all know, we both, as if I have one listener, you, lady, listening right now, you know what's up, or guy, or non-binary person. Um, what are the odds that I have one listener and they're a non-binary person as an Afro-Latina person of queer color and... Uh, I know that was insensitive. That was a beautiful moment. Ariana DeBose. Was it a beautiful moment? And what does queer mean? And I mean, I'm asking, this isn't a call-in show, so I know, but but part of me was like, what's queer mean? Like when you identify as queer, um, I guess I can look that up, but I, and I knew what she was going to do. I knew when she said, and if I can say, as an, and, and yes, people online will immediately go, if you've never been bullied or intimidated for your orientation, it still does matter. And I get that. But sometimes it just, eh, uh, um, my speech, my acceptance speech at the Emmys or Oscars will be, as a half Haitian, half Irish, super tall, incredibly talented person, if there is someone else out there like me, know that my dream came true and yours almost certainly will not. So uh, this ain't about being seen. Do you, do you have any idea? Just biracial comedian, lawyer, talented person who thinks they're going to be me. Go listen to the Righteous Prick podcast archives. You will see, you will hear and experience decades of unjustified, unexplainable horror and pain at what this fickle and ultimately stupid industry did to me. So it took everything plus a pandemic, plus algorithms and a lot of other shit, 900 agents never even bothering to email me or call me just to get to this point. And you think what? I'm going to stand here and it's going to be replicated. You better get the fuck out of here. Wait, like, Fuck you. And thank you, the Academy. Thank you very much for this award. I, I feel truly blessed. Good night, everybody. Um, jokes I couldn't say. That will be my speech, though. That will be my speech. I will I will do a representation matters for me and me alone. Don't think this shit is happening again, young fella or lady who's half Haitian, half Irish, um, with a law degree and talent and effort. Anyway. Um, jokes I couldn't tell last night on Twitter because even I know what's the point. And I told a bunch that were really good. So just look at my Twitter. I screenshotted a few of them to Facebook. But um, the one I couldn't tell was because I knew people would, were feeling so good about themselves for CODA. And CODA is a really nice movie. And to reiterate, um, the gambling mistake of the year, without question, when I saw CODA at plus 2,500 like two months ago before it like won several best picture like the SAG and the Producers Guild. I said, I bet you Coda's gonna fucking win. I should just put a hun a hundred down on Coda right now. And I didn't. And it won. And the odds by the by the time at the Oscars the odds weren't even worth it. But like it was plus twenty five hundred at one point and I didn't fucking bet it. God damn. Anywho, when Troy I think his name is Troy Kotzer or or something like that. Uh Tim Kupza who even heard of Tim Kubza? What movie, guys? Anybody know them? Election with Reese Witherspoon. You're right. Um, Term Kerner. That's my impression of Selena Gomez talking about the dead guy on Murders in the Build. Only Murders in the Building. Um, 
I really just want them to give Martin Short his own. And all due respect to Steve Martin, who I enjoy, um, I'm really just there for Martin Short. Term Kerner. That's my impression of Selena Gomez talking. Um, you know, whatever you think of her, great decision by Justin Bieber to get out of that because you can't wake up every morning to her, Justin. What do you want for breakfast? Do you want some toast? Maybe orange juice? Or should we go out and get brunch? Tim Kerner. Anyway, um, the joke I wanted to post was, because he was giving a very long, very nice, delightful, and heartfelt speech. And of course, there was nothing sadder or more bittersweet than him talking about how his dad was paralyzed and could no longer sign to that, that that's that's an incredibly powerful and depressing thought i was like geez this guy should have the sign language version of the righteous prick podcast but um what i wanted to tweet and i self-censored myself because the world is stupid but i wanted to say you know that 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 gif r.i.p the guy who invented the gif who i think called it the gif and fuck him he's burning he's burning in perdition right now for lying to us and saying it's pronounced jif it's gif who the fuck says jif we have a peanut butter jif with a j g the g is a gif okay get a even when somebody spells their name jeffrey and they do it with a g like the fucking uh, giraffe from from uh toys r us another r.i.p Every time somebody spells Jeffrey with a J-E-O, I'm like, fuck you. Your name's, Je- your name's Geoffrey, okay? Your name is Geoffrey. Jeffrey with a J, Geoffrey, if you spell it G-E-O. G- well, okay, well, technically it's not geography, so you got me there. <laughs> Late night with JL, not afraid of sounding like he's under the influence of drugs, but really all he's had was a couple of Girl Scout cookies and some almond milk. Um, but the joke I wanted to write was with that gif of the black dude pointing to his head like quick thinking or like smart thought. It's a very popular one. You should know what I'm talking about. Um, all I wanted to write was Turekatzer. The band can't, because he was giving a long speech. The band can't play you off if you can't hear the band. <laughs> And I didn't. I self-censored. I didn't share that great joke because I didn't want a bunch of progressive ninnies getting in my mentions going, delete this immediately. Low class, JL. JL, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. For real. But this is not cool. (laughs) So you think you're funny? Uh, one tweet that somebody did say that to, and then I called them a miserable scold and then uh, blocked them. Uh, I said, Will Smith didn't even realize that uh, the actor from CODA was signing I Fucked J- Jada Pinkett last night. Uh, very funny and very on brand. And the person was like, you probably think this is funny. And I just replied, I know it's funny. And she goes, Nah, and I love, you know, this is, this is once again, guys, if you just want to go listen to thoughts and prayers, preferably buy it, you know, it's my birthday month coming up. So like treat yourself to one of my albums this month. You're not going to, but whatever. Um, 
thoughts and prayers. Uh, and there's also a, uh, a video, if you search through my YouTube, uh, white women versus black Twitter. And, you know, just the more, the more, the more, like, so it, it, it once you, you used to be able to tell the, the race of a person by their tweets. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It was just, you spoke, if you were, if you were tweeting in a certain vernacular or style, I was like, ah, it's a black guy or a black woman. And, but then all of a sudden, you know, you'd see, be, be, be reading a tweet and be like, nah, fam, this, this shit right here is mad lit, yo. um, (laughs) Living my best life, like every, and then it would be like, oh, that's a 71 year old grandmother. Okay. Uh, White grandmother. Cool. That's, didn't didn't think it was going to travel so quickly so 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 i didn't think it was going to travel so quickly but yes the the internet has allowed culture cultural hijacking at warp speed um so that's just a, a very good track on thoughts and prayers um it's a double album so you, you'll be paying double price but you'll be getting uh double the content and uh yeah it's a it's good but um yeah whatever just just turned 43. I'm 6'7", 260 pounds. Probably don't have many years left, if we're being honest. Just playing the actuarial numbers. Uh, but no, by all means, hoard your wealth um, during what might be my last birthday month. Wow, this is really morbid because I have no reason to believe this will be my last birthday month. But, um, you know, sometimes you just you want your career to happen so bad you're willing to just guilt trip to a disgusting degree. Anyway... Those are some. That was a joke I didn't tell on Twitter. I didn't share on Twitter um, today. And we're, you know, I'll get to Will Smith in a second. But today, uh, I went to the. I told you I went to get a crown and my dental insurance. It's always fun when you learn that your insurance is garbage only like midway through the procedure. So like he'd already numbed up my face. He was removing an old crown and putting on a new a temporary one, and we're getting you know a new one right before my birthday. How about that for a birthday present? Um, and I just heard like, oh, it's, well, his coverage is a max of 750. Now the crown itself is 1250. So already I'm blowing my dental load, uh, for the year and it's not even covering the crown. And I just think to myself, I'm like, a crown is like a, you know, like, like cavities, root canal, crowns, bridges. These can be expensive things, but these are also like, you know, within well within the scope of normal dental work as a person gets older and i'm just like so what's the 750 coverage do two cleanings a cavity and a fucking packet of floss that's what my insurance is getting me like but anyway um i just said yeah keep going you already numbed up my face let's fucking do this and uh yeah so so that's that was the dental work of the day and my dentist um of course is also the dentist of the, the actress from Ozark and Inventing Anna. Uh, not her, but her sister goes to my dentist, as I think I've shared on this podcast before. So it's a real star-studded affair in Riverdale. I got my head buzzed today in solidarity with Jada Pinkett Smith, also just because I wanted to do it. And I'm uh, also um, in the process of ordering a Mike Pence wig. That, uh, that, that email has gone out to the guy who made my Trump wig. So uh, I will probably have a Mike Pence wig for gaming with Mike Pence. So um, I think that's the last I'm going to pitch the jail Max Plus Prime content, but I'm, I'm actually very excited about it. I've got my, my team my, my, my team of one on board. Um, I'm going to be filming some book reviews, lining up some podcast guests for bonus podcasts. 
I really want to make it, you know, as I've said to you guys before, just like with the cameos, you know, I'm, I'm charging a hundred at my peak. I was charging 150. Um, and I was getting a lot of them. They were very popular. And I just felt like the market's paying this, but I still feel slightly guilty. So that's why I end up doing these like five minute legendary cameos for everybody, which can take, if I'm on a busy day, it's like be in a room for three hours doing fucking cameos. Now it's easy money relative to most jobs, but still, I just feel like if they're going to overpay me, I, I have to at least deliver close to the goods. So I, um, sorry, one second, folks. What the fuck is that? Oh, boy. Let's close that shit the fuck out. Sorry, I got my work computer up. Folks, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a crazy world we're in. I'm just in the home office. We're shutting down the work computer for the law firm. We're, we're podcasting. It's just, it's just an empire of useless bullshit. But I was thinking at the dentist, I was like, God, I don't want to get more crowns. But as you get older, your teeth get shittier. And I thought, when will that stop? And I, and, and I always come to the same conclusion. Oh, right. When I die, the annoying things will hopefully stop. But I don't, that's a steep price to pay to not have annoying things, right? The end of your life, your existence as we know it on earth, done. Um, that feels like not a great trade-off. Like, yeah, no, I don't have to worry about my monthly bills or my dental work or, or if I'm getting sick because it's all over. But uh, we'll save that for another episode. Let's talk Oscars, okay, guys? A lot of people weighing in, and I'm going to share some of my least favorite takes. First off, before we get to the main event, fucking Canto. Um, no, it's just I don't I don't give a shit. But in, it was it, I think it was the worst batch of animated films since they've been nominating animated films. Um, I didn't see Raya and the Last Dragon because I I just. I couldn't pretend to have interest at all. Um, I thought Luca stunk. I thought Mitchell's vs. the Machines was not good. I quit halfway through. Like I watched it in, in an hour. It was like a two-hour anime movie. And I watched an hour and I said, I don't, I mean, if I'm not enjoying it, like, like anime and movies are not like slow burns, right? You're like, uh, they're really just doing the character development right now in Mitchell's versus the Machines, but... Uh, the ending is really quite powerful. It's a real examination. And now, if you, if if an animated movie hasn't hooked me an hour in, it ain't gonna hook me. Um, I watched Flea, uh, which was uh, honestly fine. It had a good story, but it was maybe not what I was expecting entirely. Um, what was the other one? Oh, and Encanto. Was there a fit? Wait, what did I say? No, that's all of them. And Encanto, which I just found, yes, it's, it's, and this is one of those things where I think parents sometimes take it per, like, you're like, this movie sucks. It's like, we all loved it. I'm like, no, no, if I had a nine-year-old, I wouldn't be sitting there going, Encanto sucks. What are you doing? I'd be like, yeah, you like the colors, the music, the fun characters? Of course. But it's, it's very well, they, they don't, they didn't skimp on sort of technical quality. And they got Lin-Manuel Miranda to do songs. Alexander Hamilton. What's your name, man? Alexander Hamilton. That's my impression of, of Hamilton, which I love, by the way. I'm not one of those people who's, like, insulting Hamilton. Hamilton's fucking awesome. But, uh, 
I would have not, I would have, I had a tweet chambered to question the legitimacy of Lin-Manuel Miranda's EGOT had he won an Oscar last night. Because this dude is just cooked up with Disney and they just keep, you know, right now, for all that Lin-Manuel Miranda has accomplished, Tim Rice and Alan Menken, and I think Alan Menken passed, no, or Tim Rice passed away. They were like the songwriting duo. I think Menken wrote also Little Shop of Horrors. But um, they were the duo behind Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, uh, Aladdin, I believe, and Lion, no, and Lion King was Elton John and someone else. I can't remember if one of them was involved. But basically, the, the, the peak Disney, before Pixar showed up, the peak of Disney ever was that Little Mermaid to Lion King run. Just incredible. Just, you know, like, like you could almost cull the Mount Rushmore from those four movies. Uh, I think Kiss the Girl is the, is the finest Disney song ever. I think Beauty and the Beast is the best Disney movie ever. And that's and that's amidst Aladdin, which might have the best animated vocal performance. I'd say either Robin Williams in Aladdin or uh, Ellen DeGeneres in Finding Nemo. And, uh, and of course, my boy Jack Black in Kung Fu Panda. And, uh, and Lion King, which is like arguably the biggest of them all in terms of just cultural impact and pros like net profits. And those guys just kept racking up Oscar wins. But Lin-Manuel Miranda, man, he did Moana, which I thought was subpar. Couldn't, couldn't take home the gold for that. Missed out for Encanto. Also weird that they nominated, uh, so weird that they nominated the song that, that, wasn't the huge hit song uh we don't talk about bruno which of course i've called that on twitter um mark anthony's i need to know for people who are scared of mark anthony's i need to know um and if he had won the egot though i would have said that's uh that's a fake egot it's a figot um because <laughs> um his emmy was for the televised airing on disney plus of Hamilton, the Tony-winning play. It wasn't a movie version. It was a, somebody filmed it, and then we put it on Disney+, Plus, and then it beat Bo Burnham for best, like, televised special movie. And that was ridiculous. Like, as I've joked, if I walk into a movie theater and watch Hamilton on Disney+, Plus on my tablet... Is it now eligible for an Oscar for Best Picture because it's in a movie theater? No, that would be ridiculous. Anywho, happy to see that even though Encanto won, you know, as I've said, an anemic, terrible field of anime and movies, it didn't make me feel good because Encanto is just um, Spanish for terrible cocoa. And once again, if you follow me on social media, I apologize that I'm repeating some of my jokes. And if you don't follow me on social media, boom! How about that one? Wasn't that funny? Um... But the Oscars hummed along. Everybody, you know, Jane Campion won Best Director because whatever. Um, they were going to give it was a, they were going to give it to her, and I guess it was well directed. Uh, I, I just I would like like what I was curious about was like why not Dune? Like basically, they're like Dune is the most brilliantly uh, captivating put together movie. We're giving it every every technical award. Every technical award is going to Dune. And then the guy who put it all together, no, we're giving it to the woman who made the super boring Vistas movie in uh, New Zealand. We're going to do that. But, um, but girl power, 
So I, I support that. I'm an ally. Um, and then anything else surprising? No. And then just uh, Chris Rock made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith walked up on stage and smacked him in the face. And what was great about that is that I was watching the Oscars, like I said, doing a lot of tweeting, getting a lot of good traction on my tweets. And then I had to go get my, my nephew was arriving in Hackensack, New Jersey from uh, a soccer tournament and just for logistics over at my brother's home. It was easier for everybody, for, well, except for me, for me to get him from Hackensack and let him stay in my apartment for the night because um, he was coming in relatively late. So his bus gets in at like 1030 and I'm getting a tweet from a buddy, uh, John, from, from, from high school and saying, what the hell is Will Smith doing? And I was like, I have no idea. Uh, apparently, I've just missed the most exciting moment in Oscars history uh, because I'm picking up my nephew from a soccer tournament. So when I got home, I saw everything that had happened. And of course, the, the, the Monday morning quarterbacking, literally almost, uh, was fun to see because you have, I'd say, how many camps? I'm trying to think, four camps? There's the Will Smith is a monster, an out-of-control monster, not monster. Let's say he, Will Smith is out of control and should have been kicked out and maybe he should be penalized harshly. Okay, that's one. Then there's that camp of Chris Rock is an asshole. And I love the, seeing the people who, like, that instinct on social media, and it happened with Adam Carolla a lot, and say what you will about Carolla. Carolla's funny. Like, I know people, like, if you have this kind of visceral reaction, like, uh, actually, he's not. No, then, then that's, it's like either you have a shitty sense of humor or it's personal. I'm not saying you have to laugh at every joke, but he is incredibly quick-witted. His humor used to be very varied. So if, if he was bitching about politics one second, he'd be saying something about everyday life that would, that would connect five minutes later. But the argument always becomes, uh, this dude's not even funny. And as like the ultimate insult, but it's like, oh, you're definitely not you. If you really can say that, honestly, then you were never going, you never found him funny. You never, but you don't, what do you even think is funny? But then the best, the next level up from that was Todd Phillips. When Todd Phillips said, I can't make comedies anymore. Everything's too sensitive. Hey, as I've said on this podcast before, when you make The Hangover an old school you have a right to have an opinion on the culture and comedy. You don't have to be right. You may not be right, but you've earned more than 99.99% of the population a right to speak on comedy and how you feel about it. And then I love the comments after that. Like, oh, great. You mean the guy who made... And the, when the Joker made a billion dollars and got 10 Oscar nominations, it, was, it had to have felt great. For Todd Phillips, he was like, yeah, I went and made a like edgy comic book drama. It's the number one grossing R-rated film of all time and won, won two Oscars and was nominated for or uh, 10 or six Oscars, whatever. Um, had to be incredible vindication. But when he said that on social media, I saw a lot of, oh, the guy who made like the unfunny f like bro movies is sad about comedy. Boo hoo. And it was like the unfunny bro movies. Old School is a masterpiece of comedy, and The Hangover just happens to be, I believe, the highest grossing comedy of all time. So that's all. Or I, actually, I think like The Hangover too. but that riding the coattails of 
the hangover. Like that's the only reason hangover two made so much money is because hangover was so damn good. Hangover two sucked, but hangover was so good that it, 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 it like lifted up the box offices of shittier movies the same way LeBron James made like Mo Williams and all star when he was in Cleveland. Anywho, then it reached its peak because the third camp I saw, which was like, was wait. So there was Will Smith's an asshole or Will Smith's uh, out of control, needs to be punished. Then there was the, well, then there was the Will Smith is defending his woman. I support that. Even or, or even though I would not condone the violence, I support that he's supporting his woman. Then there was the Chris Rock is a bull. Like, then I saw a lot of the Chris Rock is a bully. This one tweet, I deleted my response because I didn't want to blow up this person's spot unnecessarily. I don't know who it was. But they were like, one take was, why is no one saying that Jada Pinkett Smith didn't need anybody to speak up for her? Why didn't, why is nobody, why are we taking away her agency? And then another woman wrote on this thread wrote, um, they're both wrong. Chris Rock made a deeply offensive and personal joke. He's, it's, and, and Will Smith acted out of control. Um, Chris Rock, classic bully, Will Smith, classic abuser. And I was like, whoa, 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 classic, first of all, classic bully. He made a joke, a stale joke about G.I. Jane referencing her buzz cut. Okay, so it has to do with alopecia. And then there were the people going, calling it ableist. And I, I actually saw Richard Marks like lose it on somebody. Like he was like, ableist? Are you fucking kidding me? It's like alopecia is like a condition, but it's not a fucking disability. It's like the buzzwords, the people with the buzzwords have got to stop. I'm not saying it was like a nice joke, but do I think it was totally in bounds? Yes. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. I did. And, and especially, I don't know if he knew that she had a condition or if he was just referencing the buzz cut. And then I said, Jada Pinkett Smith was like, I don't care what anybody says. I, I like my buzz cut or my shaved head. And that goes back to another old joke of mine, which is like, Oh yeah. Don't you love it? When the, the, the super hot woman goes with like a super short haircut and it's like, wow, what a look. It's like, well, she's, she looks like a model. So like she could fucking do anything with her hair. And that's, that's the flex the flex is I'm so pretty doesn't matter. The hair can really assist 90% of women. But then there's 9% at the bottom who it won't matter what you do with your hair. And then there's that elite 1%, the Charlize Theron's. The, the, yeah, I'll put Jada Pinkett. Jada Pinkett Smith's a beautiful woman. Like where it's like, oh my God, you buzzed your hair. It's like, yeah, oh wow, you're proud of the look that highlights how beautiful your face is. Wow, brave ally hero. <laughs> I don't know why I threw ally in there. That was my, I have a joke about, I'm, <clears throat> damn it, I almost forgot this joke. Yes, I have a joke about, I think I once tweeted it, but I have a joke about, um, sometimes you shouldn't get credit for like doing the, like my, my, uh, my neighbor, my neighbor's kid got cancer 
and you know was going through chemo and lost his hair so i shaved my head now if you're a fucking ugly dude and you shave your head good for you that is being an ally but if you're like a super hot like if brad pitt was like so my neighbor i don't know why i'm making him sound like this i can't really do it i've heard good brad pitt impressions and i can't do one um but if he was like my neighbor's my neighbor's kid has uh has cancer, so he, is, he lost his hair, so I shaved my head to be in solidarity. And they're like, wow, Brad, without without hair, you look like the super hot dude from Fight Club. Wow, brave. And that was the joke, is that like if you're, you're too... I think I even said that I made the joke about myself when I wrote it as a joke, or I was like, my dilemma is that when I buzz my head... I look better. So like, am I really doing it in solidarity? Am I too handsome to support cancer victims? <laughs> That's the way I phrased it. I think, I think it's funny. Anywho. Um, so it's like she when her comment about like, I don't care what anybody says. I'm, I'm like proud of my look. And it's like, yeah, you're really a beautiful woman. So sure. Next. <laughs> like, and so I, I've lost track of how many camps there are, really. I thought I was going to like, I, I tried to say like four, but, but I was, but the, the, and then, so that was classic bully, Chris Rock, classic bully making a joke. <laughs> the, I remember all the bullies in, in my school who were always just very quick with the wit, but then, um, I was also like, kind of wanted to defend Will Smith where it was like classic abuser. I mean, I'm not sure, like when I think classic abuser, I'm thinking Ike Turner, you know, OJ Simpson. I'm not thinking guy who, who hits man mocking his wife as the classic abuser trope you know you remember ike turner when that manager told tina turner she had a nice ass and then he punched him in the face classic abuser no that's not how classic abuser goes so but then you that's the fun thing about being on social media is you see people just kind of gravitating to to the buzziest of terms and like the that don't, that don't even seem to apply but so there was basically the Will Smith is wrong, Chris Rock was wrong, both are wrong, and and then the other the other one was like, I don't think Will Smith would have done that if The Rock were there instead of Chris Rock. And it's like, well, first of all, The Rock wouldn't have probably said that, but if he did, you might be right. But Will Smith might have confronted him. He might not have taken a swing, but he would have probably confronted him. Um and that's a weird argument. It's like, I bet if Chris Rock had a fucking AR-15 in his hands, Will Smith wouldn't have said anything. Yeah, right. Like we don't, it's defending your lady or doesn't, you know, in the best of circumstances, doesn't have to necessarily be a suicide pact. Um, like he doesn't, I, I don't think he necessarily thought I can take Chris Rock. I think he it was subconsciously factored in. But it's also just a weird argument to just be like, yeah, I bet if uh, <laughs> I already made two examples, I don't need to keep going into it. But the other one, the, the the final thing that I thought, and I think comedian Joe List highlighted this in a very popular uh, tweet that he posted. Will Smith was laughing at the joke. And Jada Pinkett was not. 
And I think he saw that and decided, oh, shit, I think my manhood's being questioned again. And as I've, uh, without substantiating lots of rumors, but obviously I've heard that Will Smith for a while might have been affiliated with Scientology, which, um, you know, two of the biggest Scientology people in the world, uh, obviously Tom Cruise and John Travolta, were, uh, are both rumored to have be, to be closeted gay men. And, uh, if you read Lawrence Wright's, uh, going clear that yes, there was a documentary on HBO. Yes. It was not as thorough or as good. Yes. Okay. Documentary people. That's why the tag of jail's book club will be books. They're like documentaries for smart people. Um, but there was rumors that Will Smith was, was possibly gay, um, and then obviously the more high profile stuff is that he's in an open marriage with Jada Pinkett, who I guess was the, uh, clear driving force in making it an open marriage. And, you know, I don't want to go full Bill Maher toxic masculinity, although that's another, his, 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 his new rule segment on toxic masculinity without agreeing with it. It was an entertainment segment that he was sharing that featured some of his probably real opinions filtered through exaggeration and comedy. But my God, people re the, the, I don't even agree with probably a majority of what Bill Maher says, but he, to me, he is still sort of a, a voice worth hearing the same way I used to listen to Corolla and say, well, you know what? I, I can get a lot of entertainment out of this, but I can also get, you know, once in a while, a dose of right wing talk, that maybe for the most part is useless or damaging, but like maybe I'll hear something that will enlighten me, even if it's not going to change my mind. It might. And then the show got like a little, it just got too much into the Shapiro's, Prager's, Milo Yiannopoulos's. But Bill Maher to me is like, whether you, whether you agree with him or not, he's sort of occupying that space now where I go, yeah, I don't, I don't agree with a lot of what he says, but it's, I still, I still find it, somewhat useful and occasionally entertaining and occasionally useful to listen to, even if it's not like I agree. Um, but I think when you think, when you factor in all those things, Will Smith laughed at the joke and then saw his wife who has been the source. I'm not saying she's the cause, but she, his relationship with her has been a cause of a lot of emotional uh, stuff and, and dragging in the media. And I'm just thinking to myself, that might have just been like one of those, like, if you were a real man, kind of, who knows if they haven't had that conversation or if he just doesn't feel like he satisfies his wife or maybe he's over that right now. And then for it to get all the way to like, you're going to let the, like, like nothing maybe had to be said. He laughed at the joke. She looked disgusted and he probably projected that disgust or it was being projected on him of like, wow, you're going to, it's bad enough. I have to fuck other men will, but you're going to let Chris Rock disrespect me. Oh, you're almost worse than Chris Rock. You closeted Scientology cuck bitch. (laughs) Now, wouldn't, if you were feeling all that, on a night where your emotions are already heightened because you're about to win your first Oscar, maybe you just get into a, a, a different state of mind and out of body experience and walk up and slap Chris Rock. 
I am not condoning it um, at all. And I'm, you know, Chris Rock is is my on my Mount Rushmore of comedy. Uh, but and boy, did he handle it pretty damn well. Holy shit. Um, but I'm more of the I'm more more of the mind of why would Will Smith want to do that? And yes, this is going, oh my God, I can't believe jail is going to turn this into blaming Jada Pinkett Smith for this typical man. Um, yeah, if you see my TikTok algorithm, I'm clearly a typical man. (laughs) What is a typical man, jail? Please, by all means, enlighten us. What is a typical man? There's no such thing as a typical man, jail. And it's a disgusting, antiquated concept that causes a lot of violence. The idea of a typical man, it silences voices and people who don't fit your heteronormative definition of a cis male. You disgust me. But anyway, um, what I'm thinking is Chris Rock told a joke that should have been uh, well within bounds. Um, In my opinion, Uh, this 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 treatment of jokes and that joke, I'm sorry, felt well within bounds. Could I be wrong? Yes. If he knew she had a condition and was like trying to explicitly make fun of that, that would change my opinion a little bit. Um, but saying you, you, I can't wait for G.I. Jane 2. Uh, ooh, if that's if that's now a standard for like too far... You know, and I just don't, it's one of those things where I, when I see somebody criticizing a joke like that, I'm like, oh, I don't, that that was my whole thing with like, with half blackface, um, the special filming in, in, in May. Part of me was nervous and I, cause, oh, I have a lot of these progressive fans maybe from my Trump stuff. And then I thought, yeah, but if, if they can't dig deeper than a title or anything, or they just want to, you know, if they're the types that were telling me that Sarah Cooper's stuff was funnier because she was a black woman and it's like more funny that she was calling truth to power than even though what I was doing was good too. Her lip syncs were like giving me progressive hard-ons whereas your stuff just makes me laugh. That's when I sort of realized like, oh, well, I just need to please the comedy, the stand-up fans of my fan base and grow that portion. I don't need to appease the people who don't know my stand-up, don't care, or don't even care for stand-up. But um, I thought the joke was fine. Um, I thought Will Smith laughing at it was fine. I thought Jada Pinkett Smith not laughing at it, not laughing was fine. And then it went off the rails. And what Will Smith did, I, I think maybe I've, I hope, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I've explained it, maybe I haven't. But I feel like my... Uh, my interpretation may not be so far off that there's a lot of issues going on with Will Smith and a lot of them stem from his, not, not necessarily blaming her, but a lot of the issues seem to maybe be coming from the relationship or perhaps if rumors are true, some sexuality issues. I don't know. I'm not trying to, this is not me trying to like reveal anything because I don't know. I just know all the rumors that I've heard for many years combined with these like sort of open relationship things and young dudes just out in the streets fucking Will Smith's wife 
you know, you're going to have a breaking point. And like I said, maybe the heightened, I'm about to win an Oscar, my, I'm on edge. And now I just saw on the biggest night of my professional career, arguably, my wife who cucks me regularly is like giving a death stare of disappointment. That could, that could make sense. I'm not saying it was okay um, at all. But uh, I don't know. I don't think my potential explanation is so ridiculous or absurd. Um, but uh, yeah, and then Coda won. And uh, yeah, it was pleasant, very pleasant film. I liked Coda. I, I, Coda was definitely in my top, top section of the Best Picture nominees. I think what would be my favorites of the Best Pictures? Don't Look Up, Dune... Maybe Coda, third. Um, third or fourth, I don't know. But they, yeah, they, they, most of the movies were good. Drive My Car was boring as fuck. Um, but uh, yeah, that's, I think that's good. We, there you go. There's your late night. Your late night bonus episode coming out on the day the regular episode's supposed to come out. So that's my take. Will Smith's Righteous Prick episode. It will be, I think, the title of this. So thank you, as always, for, for listening, for subscribing. Uh, you know, give it five stars on Apple. Check me out in Buffalo, New York City, and Boston. And tomorrow, well, while you're listening to this, I should be sending out a bunch of emails for gigs. And let's let's all hope that some of them come through. Um, but, yeah, that's it, guys. So I'm really tired now. Um, but I hope the the people who asked for for bonus or a bonus Will Smith Oscars uh, episode are pleased. And if you're not, well, it didn't cost you anything. Okay. So uh, have a good week, everybody. And I will see you next Tuesday. Uh,